Hey guys, it is it's happening with Snooki and Joey. Kurakomi, Kurakomi and Shura. Welcome to the Kurakomi and Showdown. Welcome to It's Happening with Snooki and Joey. Happy freaking holidays, you guys! What a wild ride. We haven't been here. You haven't been home for a while. Where have I been? I don't know, but Lear was here, and then then it was Thanksgiving, and then Tizina and Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, we wanted to do an episode last week, but then we realized it was Thanksgiving, so we just got drunk and forgot about it. Um, so we're, we're back. We're going to be on regular scheduling until Christmas and New Year's because we're probably going to die. But um, oh. happy belated Thanksgiving, everyone. I know. And we are actually we're going to be going full force because we leave for our world tour January 9th. You guys, I can't. So me and Shelby, obviously, like, I feel like we get nervous because we're like, oh, my God, what if nobody comes to the show? But I feel like the tickets are selling so People good. People are coming. People are coming, you guys. We but sold out also- the floor seat. You know that? You know that Kanye West song? Or that? And he goes, take me to the place I want to see LA. He goes, we sold out all the floor seats. Yeah, but there's still seats available if you guys want to come. It's what? It's in the balcony or something? Don't say if you guys want it. They have to come. Yeah, you have to come. Um, But I feel like the ticket sales are going amazing. Me and Joey are working on doing some press in your guys' areas um, because we're coming to Boston. We're going to Morristown, AC, and Philly. Where are we going? Um, no, we're going to Boston January 9th. We're going to Atlantic City January 25th at the Harrah's Casino and Resort. Yes, Queen. And then we're going to um, Morristown, New Jersey at the Mayo Pack Theater on the uh, January 31st. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and we're trying to add more dates in the future. Obviously, this isn't the this isn't the um, it's the first leg. Yes. It, this is just the beginning. So we're super excited. Me and Joey have to we have to plan this shit actually asap because we haven't even sat down and figure it out so we're gonna have a starbucks meeting and pretend we're professionals and wear our glasses and bring our computers yeah and we're gonna pretend we're doing a meeting in the starbucks um but yeah everyone you can get you can still get tickets at nicolepalizzi.com slash tour and that's where all of our dates are and yes. we just can't wait. And I'm hoping Joey doesn't fall asleep this time because he drank so much. No, I'm not going to drink. Well, I'm going to do we'll do shots of vodka. And this time I'm not pregnant. So, I mean, anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wild. You guys are, are going to like what you say. It's happening. So Turkey Day was honestly really relaxing. I mean, we didn't do anything crazy like we usually do. Um, my mother-in-law ordered from ShopRite. So we didn't have to no, do any- not. Yeah, we didn't do any of the cooking. And Can I just let someone else cook? Well, yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So um, we ended up just doing that. So nobody has to like rush and go crazy with everything. And well, honestly, good. I have to tell you, ShopRite. I gotta tell you. Shop, <laughs> ShopRite Thanksgiving food is freaking amazing. I don't know if there's a ShopRite in every state, but you guys, it was really freaking good. That's the way. A lot of people do that because it's so much fucking work to do. I went I have- to Dana's house and... um. We opened that bottle of Cristal that you gave me for my birthday. Oh, my God. You finally opened it? Yeah, because I found out it's a, the year you gave me it was a vintage, and they only last 10 years. So um, it's supposed to, you're supposed to wait 10 years to drink it. So this is the end of the, the – it's 2019 now, so we had to drink it before the new year. So yes, uh, we drank it. Yeah, Poppy drank it. thought he was a rapper. He was taking pictures with it. Um, we all passed it around. No, I loved your stories because you were showing – you were um... – no you weren't carving the the turkey you were you were cleaning out the turkey and you were screaming oh, and i was living was, i made shrimp scampi and i put that on my story 
last night. It was fucking disgusting. I had to, um, I had to clean the shrimp out, and shrimp have when you, when you have to cut them open, they have a line of shit going up the back, and you have to peel out their shit, their shit uh, thing. Are you insane? It was so gross. And Go, then you ate it, you sick night. freak. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh my god, I hate you. So um, yeah, we had a good time. I made my tablescape. I did my classic one-two punch with my um, my tablescape. I use um pomegranates, outer chokes, persimmons, and uh, Italian oranges. It looks so cute. Yes, queen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, mom. Um, so that's that. Now I'm sitting here drinking wine. Oh my god, I'm actually gonna go open a glass of wine because you know we have breaking news today. Oh, and right. um, I think I'm gonna have a glass of wine. Yeah, it's such big news that um, I just I just need to be a little buzzed to talk about it. Yeah, I'm a little buzzed too. Yeah, so I'm gonna open my bottle of wine, and why don't you start talking about what you're thankful for? Since we, you know, we didn't get to do our Thanksgiving episode, we'll do it now, and we'll talk about what we're thankful for. Okay, I'll start that. I am thankful for me. Well, yeah, of course, I'm thankful for our friendship. That's first and foremost. I'm I'm thankful for meeting Snoopy because my whole life's changed because of her. Um, um, no, it has. Stop it. Can I borrow twenty dollars, Nicole? Are you getting your wine? Uh, I'd rather give you twenty dollars than buy you a two thousand dollar Gucci bag or Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Okay, fine. I don't need a present. Whatever. Oh my god, dramatic. Um, so I'm thankful for um my my health my family and you just had scabies i did but i'm not dead yet a lot okay. of people have like horrible diseases and horrible surgeries and oh amen horrible things going on in life. so i'm thankful that I, as fat as i am and as much as i drink and smoke and and, and how uh, neurotic you are with your health yeah I, i'm glad to be alive um amen i'm glad for that i'm glad for also my my cute little apartment you know it's all those slow and um, mighty small and mighty i do love having my own apartment remember when i had roommates for so long and i had to like be like sad and desperate like living with roommates and fighting oh my god yes i'm glad now i've lived with myself for three almost three years now and i will never change it again like i I don't think i'll ever live with anyone ever again even a husband like i i I don't need anyone i love living alone well honestly i could feel that because i love my alone time and as much as i love like spending time with gianni in the house and like cuddling and like watching a movie and stuff you don't cuddle yes we do actually oh my god we do I just, um, I love my alone time. Um, I'm also thankful for um, the opportunities I've been given, the platform, the platform I've been given to share my, my comedic timing and funny self with the world and just be candid and 100% authentic with myself and just, and get a response from people. And I'm thankful for everyone finding me funny and thinking I'm entertaining and wanting to know more about my life. So those are my, and I'm thankful for- um, Our fans. For Gina and Chris, to be yeah. honest. For Gina and Chris and Opal. What do you yeah, and what do you thankful for, Snoopies? Um, where do I begin? Well, obviously I'm thankful for my family because I love being a mommy. So I'm thankful to be a mommy to Oh my god. Sorry, I'm pouring more wine. Are you insane? <laughs> so I um, wait, what wine are you drinking? Because I just bought oh. Capola Merlot. Mine is called the Dark Horse Original Cabernet 2018. Yes, Queen. Um, so I am thankful for obviously my family and being a mom to Angelo. Um, what are my kids' names? I have so many. Um, Angelo, Giovanna, and Lorenzo. I love them. And obviously my husband. I love you. What is this, a speech? Calm down. I'm drunk already. Um, yeah, but I love my family. And I love our friendship, obviously, our relationship. Mine and yours? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love us. And obviously, I love our fans because you guys don't judge us. And we just love you always and forever. XOXO Gossip Girl. And I love my job because my job is literally just to be myself and have a good time. So, I mean, who can say that besides the Kardashians? By the way, we just had our 10-year anniversary. Did you know that? 10-year of, 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 um... of Jersey Shore. Um, yes, I saw that on the internet. It's all over. So I am thankful for Jersey Shore and my fans and our fans as a show in general. You guys are amazing. And, you know, obviously we wouldn't be here without you. And thank you for always watching us as train wrecks and being crazy. We have to raise a glass. Continue. Raise a glass to Jersey Shore and Chris. Yeah, so here comes my breaking news you guys oh it's happening right now no it's happening right now just so we get it out of the way there's there's reasons why i've come to this decision and joey there's has, 13 of them joey joey's known yeah me tapes joey has known for how many weeks like two weeks yeah well, since it happened yeah so it's stop it's definitely a hard decision wait are you, sure you want to do this yes i'm sure are you really sure i'm definitely sure I just feel okay, you guys. So should I say it right away or should I explain before I say it? Explain and then say it. No, because then if I explain it, then they're gonna not know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh right, right, right. Okay, so um Okay, drum roll. So, so please. you want the bad news first or the, or the bad, worst news first? <laughs> I know. I don't even know how we have a podcast. Stop but okay, do no, you do a drum roll first while I chug my wine because okay, I guys, can't believe I'm not saying this. Our pod our podcast is not ending. That's not the scary news. It's it's yeah. Different. Okay. I'm going to drum up, please. I'm going to throw up. And I. Okay. You guys, I love you so much and don't hate me for my decision, but I have to do what's best for me at the moment. And I am retiring from Jersey Shore. I am not She's quitting her job. I am not coming back to Jersey Shore for a season four if there is one. And there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but the main reason is really I'm just like, I'm not I, I'm, I just can't do it anymore. Like literally leaving my kids to film it is really, really hard on me. And Joey knows like I try and quit every single day. The yes, poor producers are like, dude, are you going to quit this time? I quit every single time we film because I just I hate being away from the kids. I don't like partying like three days in a row. It's just not my life anymore. And I want to be home with the kids. You know, like I don't mind like a here and there going to a dinner or whatever, but it's just really hard on me to leave the kids and film the show. That's one reason. Another reason is, you know, when I leave my kids and I film the show, like I want to have a good time and I'm putting myself out there and I just I just want to come off as a good person. And lately on the show, I'm a good person. <laughs> exactly. And lately on the show, it's just been very drama. And, you know, our show, Jersey Shore, is about family and about making fun of each other and having a good time and laughing and just knowing that it's all in good fun. And lately, it's just like everything is so serious. And when it comes to our show, it's not about like, oh, team this, team that. And then, you know, fans are against one another when it comes to a cast member. It's just not how the show works. And that's how it's becoming. So for me, it's just like, I don't want, I don't want that. And I'm not leaving my kids days, you know, days on end to film the show when that's the result of it. I just don't like the turnout of it. And right. I, I don't like the, the person that I'm being portrayed as. And this is getting a little too much. And for me, at 32 years old, you know, with three kids and 
if I'm doing a reality show, I want it to be fun and I want it to be lighthearted. And just lately, it's not like that. And the show is getting so dramatic and drama. You guys are so much fun. I, everyone, everyone's so much fun. I don't know why we have to have the drama in order to. You don't need the drama. Yeah. People like more exactly. of the funny, wild shit than the than the dramatic shit. That just stresses everyone out. Well, that's what I've been saying, and it's just, it's literally, that's the whole show now, and I just can't be a part of something like that, especially when I'm leaving my kids and I'm hurting to film a show that, like, I'm not comfortable filming um, when it comes to drama and stuff like that, so. They wanted me to drag you in, uh, by your hair down a, down a field that time, remember? And I was like, <laughs> He's lying. He's I'm lying. lying, it never happened. No, yeah, but I just need to do what's best for me right now. And right now, I'm just not comfortable filming that show anymore with the direction it's going, with, um, you know, all the drama and then getting death threats and then getting death threats to my children. The kids. Oh, and my God. Yeah, my, my kids are a big one over, you know, this freaking reality show that's, like, not even that serious. And people take it too seriously to where, like, I'm getting death threats with the kids and um my store people want to picket it and they want to boycott it and leaving reviews that i have bugs in my store it's just a lot and it's not something i signed up for with this show and i told my roomies my roomies obviously you know we're trying to talk me off the ledge but i'm like listen guys the show isn't what it was when it comes to like fun and you know just being silly like it's all drama and team this and team that and death threats and i'm just not about it anymore and it's not cool so I need to exit myself from the situation. I don't like the narrative of anything. So um, I'm removing myself and I love you guys so much. I love my roomies to death. They know that I'm not going anywhere when it comes to them and them being my family. Um, I'm not saying goodbye to reality TV and me working as a reality star anymore or me just going away and hiding like a hermit. Like, I don't want to do that. I just need to move on from the show because I just don't like the direction that it's going in when it comes to the drama and just the cattiness i just can't do it um so i love you guys do not be mad at me there's going to be a ton more things you know that i'll probably be working on and um there's no hard feelings when it comes to the production or mtv like i love mtv that's my family they're going to be my family forever hopefully i can work with them more um but i just need everyone and not you guys but like you know business wise i just hope everyone understands my decision and i was going to actually tell you guys thanksgiving but i decided to give everyone meaning publicists a day off so they don't have to work on thanksgiving about me quitting and i don't even want to say quitting because i'm not quitting yeah. tv i'm just retiring from jersey shore because it's just getting too much so um yeah, that's that's basically our breaking news here today. And I, well, wanted, to, I wanted to tell you guys for a while. Um, so I, I thought I thought saying it on the podcast because I didn't want to do like an Instagram post because that, then no one really I feel like when you post something and you put it in a text, you don't really hear the people's emotions and how they're really speaking and the tone of it. I wanted to do it here on the podcast because this is our safe space. This is where our fans don't judge us and they just take us for who we are. So I definitely wanted to say it here. Um, but I love MTV and I always will. And I love my roommates to death and they know that. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> well, I support you, of course, no matter what your decisions are. And I'm, I'm proud of you that you're, you're standing up for what you believe in and for what's best for you and your family. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, if they do, I think they'll definitely do a season four. I just want my roomies to have a good time. 
and enough with the drama, please. It's just, it's supposed to be a happy, fun show, and it's turning into a nightmare. <laughs> well, to, let's raise a glass to Snoopy and Chris. To raise a glass to um, Snoopy and Joey's tour. Thanks. Yes. And with that being said, I would like to announce that I will be taking Snoopy's place on the show in season four. <laughs> um, Bitch, you, would, you Snoopy... wouldn't last a week. I know. I, I, I'd hide in a corner. No, you would cry and pop Xanax. No, but I'm so excited um, for what's, what's to come. And it was a wild ride. No, oh, yeah. And there's a lot more in store, you guys. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm not done with reality TV. I'm not done with TV. I just need to move on. Yes. Love and light, Snoopy and Chris. So Snoopy is out. Snoopy's out. So Snoopy has left the building. Bye, girl. It's happening. Yes, I am. I gotta start trying. Dr. Shuteller is taking my tits out and um I'm gonna be I'm being reborn as a as a true male. Um I'm really I'm nervous about that. I gotta start dieting again because I don't wanna be like a fucking grimace. You know when I was talking about that, I was talking about because I'm still a little chubby and I think my my tits small. Do you know you know what grimace looks like an eggplant? It's like small on top and big on the bottom, or Mr. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. And I was telling the doctor and you about that, and everyone was looking at me like I had two heads. But you know what I mean? Having like a tiny top and like a wide bottom. Yes. That's what I want. So I have to lose my gut before I get my tits on. That's why I wait until February. No, but you you lose weight quick. I feel. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's, it's, it's I'm an old hat at it. Yeah. Um, I got to get back on that uh, that good good get back on that low carb diet. Yes, queen. Um, so I want to talk about things that happened this week that I've noticed in the news that were newsworthy and things that I want to talk about. Okay, good. And did you see, do you know about Bikram yoga? The who? Bikram yoga is that yoga, that hot yoga where you sit in the room that's 200 degrees and you do yoga. Oh my God. Yes. I've done that before. Okay. So Bikram was in, there's lots of drama surrounding. It's very taboo Yes, queen. right now. A new Netflix documentary came out about the owner of Bikram, the creator of Bikram, Bikram um, Chandri. I think the name was he's a guy from India and he developed this kiki um, way of, of things. And he became this kind of like um, Kanye West style cult leader of sorts back in the nineties when it first came out and this Netflix and documentary like opened up all the floodgates of like how, how crazy this guy was and what a nightmare he was to work with. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. So go over it. It's Netflix. You're going to like what you see. It's called the, I don't know, the Bikram yoga or hot yoga. Something you'll see it. Oh, if we're anyway, talking about shows that we love to watch, can I add one? After I explain the Bikram yoga. Oh, okay. Go. Well, okay. So this guy was, he was like, he invented this way of yoga. And all these people that wanted to start doing the yoga had to get his approval and take this nine-week um, teacher training course with him. In order, to be able to use his, in order to be able to use his name um, in their studios and stuff because it was such a hot, like, new trend. Everyone wants to do it. But it, he had to, like, it was his name on it. So he invented it. Oh, he molested them. Yes, he raped everyone. Okay. He raped every all the girls. <laughs> I called raping them up all, all over out there having sex with them, and they were like brainwashed. These girls. It was very R. Kelly. It was like these people. These women were brainwashed because he was the king of yoga, and they were he. She. He was the shaman and like their god and their their um their mentor. Over so they yoga. Was like, yeah, for this yoga thing because they wanted to be the teachers and like they had to go through this course and like he was like taking favorites and like he was like oh hey have sex with me and then you know you'll get to the next level of yoga or something. So I watched it was truly sick. Um, so now everyone's changed their words to hot yoga and it's not no one's using bicker anywhere. But apparently he didn't get arrested for all his rapes. He just moved to uh, Mexico. Now he lives here and he's teaching his, his good way of the hot yoga there. Um, so how did he not get arrested? Did he just flee and they never found him? No, he like had like all these lawyers and stuff. He had to see lawyers and saying that like, I don't know, he probably, oh no, he settled out of court. He paid all these people off. 
he made billions and billions and billions of dollars. And he paid all these people off. And he had this arranged marriage with his wife. And his wife was all behind it. And he was like, she was letting him sleep with all these women. He, she didn't care. She didn't even know the guy. They got married. Oh, my God. Know each other. Very dramatic. So um, if you're going to do hot yoga, um, just um, don't say Bikram because he's a rapist. Facts. No, what show are you watching? Um, so I'm, I'm into like Facebook watch lately because there's a lot of good shit on there that you like wouldn't even know. So we talked about Limetown, I feel already. So the next one, my sister-in-law told me about because she knows I love like freaky weird shit and it was scary. It's called the birch. It's called the birch like, and it's birch, like, like birch tree. Yeah. Like the birch. Um, so it's about this evil tree that kills people. It's like a demon. Um, but it's re it's real. No, I don't think it's real, but it's really, really good. And um, it's only like 16 minute episodes. So it's quick and there's like 14. So you, you could definitely watch it in one night, but it's very addicting. I finished I finished it all in one night and I loved it. I had nightmares and it was amazing. So the birch is good. And then did we talk about um, Robert De Niro's 10 hour movie? Oh, we watched it at Thanksgiving. Okay. I had to watch it twice because it's, you motherfucker. it's, it's three and a half freaking hours and it's a long freaking movie and the first time i watched it i was like into it and then i got bored i was on my um i was on my phone so then i had to watch it again and it's a really really good movie i don't know how they made output or robert de Niro look like look young. young and then freaking old like how does that happen oh cgi girl or she she had that she might have used um she might have used i don't know some new cosmetics that we don't know about crazy a new, a new face cream but yeah so it's martin scorsese who is like the king of all the mafia movies and it was such, I mean, what a fucking great cast. We've been wanting, this is like the Goodfellas in, in our era. This is probably the last movie that they're going to do with this caliber of talent in, in the show. It's Martin Scorsese, it's Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, um, Ray Romano stars in it. And also yes. our friend uh, who got a role, who I'm so happy as a fellow comedian. Um, um, what's his name? Um, who? Um, the, the comedian, Italian comedian, we always go watch it with Gianni. Uh, oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, you know what's his thing? I was like judging him because I'm like, this is your first movie and you're acting. He's a great. What a, he, I'm so happy that people are able to go on, to transfer from Tommy. He, he killed it. He, he went from a comedian to then he's hosted the MTV Awards. Now he's doing movies. He's just truly a funny, funny guy in that, in that, that sense of comedy with the Italians. He's just fucking hysterical. I'm glad he got his part in it. Um, yes. But it's, a, it's called The Irishman. It's on Netflix now. And it's also in theaters. And it is a fucking, it's, it's a cult. It's the new cult classic. It's going to be like Goodfellas and uh, all the movies from back in the day. Um, well, I'll stick on the top of shows. And this is not celebrity gossip. It's kind of like show gossip. But so apparently, um, I've been doing this my whole life and I didn't get a show. But now, some guy named Kirby Jenner, who's online, and he he makes his living off of like um, photoshopping himself in Kendall Jenner's pictures and saying they're twin sisters, twin brother and sister from like whatever. And he like, he photoshops himself in all of Kendall Jenner's pictures and all this stuff. And now, um, Kendall, um, Chris Jenner and Kendall Jenner executive producing a fucking show for him on Quibi, which is like a new like streaming service. Um, it's a mobile um, first platform that launches in 2020. It's going gonna, it's gonna to launch. It's founded by Jeffrey Katzburn and Meg Whitman. I don't know who the hell they are. But Kirby has made his name for himself on Instagram since 2015 for the hilarious editing himself into the Kendall's and Jenner photos. But now he's getting his own fucking show. I've been making fun of Kim Kardashian and all the Kardashians for fucking years, and I don't have a fucking show. No, yeah, but I think he got the show because of Instagram and, like, everything that he's doing is, like, so funny. 
So eventually, if you keep up with your freaking cooking that you're doing and it's amazing, you're going to get your own cooking show. Yeah, hopefully. So um, I saw that. So good luck to Quibi. So that sounds like fun. Apparently, the new way of going, like you mentioned Facebook Watch earlier, it's the new way of doing things. And now Quibi is another like mobile platform. Everyone's watching TV on their phones. So maybe I'll get a, a, a phone a phone show. Facts. Okay. So that's one. And next, and then I have some dark news I'd like to step into, if I may. What is that noise? Oh, I'm printing something. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> So this next story is disgusting. Are you ready? You're going to kill yourself. Stop. I'm already depressed. So this woman, I'm going to pull up the facts here. I have all my notes. Wait, hold on. Wait till my printing's done. What are you printing? I'm printing a, um, my life a insurance. A cease and desist letter to MTV? <laughs> no. My life oh. insurance, just in case someone kills me. Wait, am I in your will? No. Oh. What would you get? I want Angelo and, and, um, and your um, Louis Vuitton bags. Okay, perfect. It'll just, so this, it, wait, oh, wait, this it'll woman, take a minute. it'll just take a minute. Lisa Snyder, okay. This woman was arrested okay. for murder of her son, eight years old, and daughter, four years old, found hanged in the basement. Oh my God. I just saw this. On, did you get this on Facebook? I found it every, all over the news. It's disgusting. Okay, she's a disgusting bitch. Lisa Snyder was arrested for the first degree murder of her two young children who were found hanging in the basement of the family home. Snyder, 36, claims her son, Connor, eight, was suicidal when she called 911 to report that she found him and his young sister, Brindley, four, hanging from a dog leash in September. She told the operator the little boy wanted to end his life because of bullying in school and that he didn't want to go alone. So that's why he brought his sister and killed his sister first and then killed himself. That's true. And months later, the mother has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder, third-degree murder, and tampering with evidence and endearing the welfare of children. She was also charged with animal cruelty. This is where it gets fucking sick. Oh, my. I, I don't know if I want to know this now. Sexual inter... She was also... No, animal cruelty no, no, no. Sexual no, intercourse no, with, no, with the family no, dog. No, no. What do you mean, how? The district attorney said photographs of Snyder and a dog were discovered by the police during their home investigation with their children's death. She was having horrific sex with the dog, the family dog. Gigi, Gigi, get out of here. Giovanna, close the door. Oh, stop. Stop. You're screaming. What? All right, I'll fix it when I'm done, honey. Don't listen. Okay. Oh, my God. My God, you're you're screaming. You're screaming sex with the dog. Close the door, honey. Thank you. Oh, my God. Can you not scream now about sex with the dog? Wait, well, so she, what happened? Was the door shut? Yeah, now she shut it. What happened? So now, so then when the She's police screaming. raided the home, they found videos of the woman with the dog having sex. They also no, found- No, but how? The dog was fucking her. So, I so they, they also, she was blowing it on videos. Ew. They also found video. They also found Facebook invites from her soliciting sex with this dog, saying, hey, guys, couples, come over and we'll fuck this dog together. Oh, my. She's after deranged. The kids were, were, after the kids were being were hung and died in the basement dead for weeks. Well, there, clearly, she left them. clearly the woman is not right. So she was fucking the dog, having orgy, dog orgies in the house while the eight-year-old and four-year-old were hanging from dog leashes in the basement. The bitch is, is, is dying in prison. She's out. She's definitely going to prison and she's going to get killed because you don't fuck with kids or How or fucking fuck you dogs. your son or and daughter fucking dogs. Are you kidding me? I hate her. She's getting killed she, in prison. First of all, she killed the kids. And then second of all, she, she left them in the basement to have an orgy with a dog. You know what? I hate fucking her. Nightmare. I hate her. Sick she, bitch. Yeah, we hate her. What are you sick? She's she's sick. So, yeah, she's disgusting. So hide your kids, hide your wife and hide your dog till she's raping everybody out here. Oh, my God. Stop it. It's, it's happening. happening.
um, they're dating, right? So he wanted to set up this proposal, like an ama- like, amazing proposal, do something different than no one else has done before. So he brings, he sets his whole thing up. He brings his girlfriend into like the, the K, not the KFC, into like the Walmart, not Walmart, you know what I mean, like a 7-Eleven or a gas station like store. So he had the whole thing set up. He had all the cameras, security cameras set up. He had the fake, he had a robber come in. He had the, the person that works at the store, make sure no one else is in the store. He did this whole thing. Basically, the couple goes in the store and they're shopping for beer. They're picking up beer. And all of a sudden, a robber runs in with a gun, starts shooting and holds up the place and robs the cashier and then leaves. And then the cashier runs out and says, oh my God, we were just robbed. I'm like, are you serious, man? Are you serious, man? The guy runs back and says, everyone on the fucking ground. And with a gun, forces everyone on the ground. The woman is on the floor crying hysterically. The husband's like hold, holding her and she's like, please don't kill me. I have kids. I have kids. She, and the guy's like, yeah, how old are your kids? She goes, three, 15 and 12 or something. And he's Ew. like, well, is this your husband? And she's like, no, we're not. We're just dating. And she's like, well, what the fuck are you waiting for? And he, like, he like handed the guy a ring and then he proposed to the fucking girl under these circumstances. You know what? Where are you finding these stories? On kurakuman.com. I hate them. This woman, she said yes, though. She goes, you better still be buying me that beer then after you did this to me. Oh, my God. You give me agita. Where's my wine? I have, I'm, I'm almost down my bottom. Cheers, bitch. Oh, another story. Oh, this my God. Is it like a nice, warm, fuzzy story? It's very warm. Okay, it's very thank warm. you. Okay. So um, health health um, bloggers are going around the new trend in health, health uh, care and wellness is, you ready? Oh, I'm tanning your asshole. Tanning your asshole. You're Wait, right. Why do we look at the same things and I'm like, oh, that'd be great for the we, podcast. We share a brain. So it's called perineum, perineum sunning. It's an ancient choice practice, says Megan, which draws in piranha or solar energy to replenish life force. The tradition stems from the belief of the perineum is seen as the god of life and death. And the advantages of the sun of your asshole include increased creativity, strengthening organs, healthy libido, Regular regularizes circulation rhythms, promoting deeper sleep, improves focus and concentration, and stabilizes hormone function and sex organs. So everyone is laying around in the woods with their assholes exposed yep. and getting sunburns on their coolies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would I, do something like this. I would do that in a sunbed. Like if I was in the tanning salon, I would do it. But I'm, I'm not showing my, my, my brown eye to like, actually, I don't have a brown eye. My pink pucker is very pink. I've, it hasn't been touched in years. Would you show your um, beach to everyone? No one wants to see that. We'll have to squint and put binoculars on to see. No, yeah. I'm hung like a yeah. toddler. You know that. No, but I mean, like, I feel like you would do that in the in the park in New York City. Oh, I don't after, care after, like, I'm after, like you drink a bottle of wine. Absolutely. I I I, I would get naked in front of anyone. I don't, when you're turned forty, that's the best thing about getting old. The best thing, the confidence you gain. I will get fucking naked. I'll right, do, hey, I'm not embarrassed Lorenzo. for shit. Lore- hi, Lorenzo. Oh come on. <laughs> hi, babe. You want to say hi to my friends? <laughs> Say hi, honey. Hi, Lorenzo. Hi. Do you know who this is? It's your Uncle Joey. Okay. It's Uncle Joey. All right. Hey, what, what do you want, babe? Okay. I want toys out. What? I want the toys out, but it's stepped out of mine. They're not yours. They're Mikey's. Why does Mikey want toys? Because uh, I'll talk to you later. Can I finish my podcast, honey? Yeah. All right, go. Go. Go upstairs with Daddy. I'm almost done. Thank you. Joey, you really have to watch your mouth. Oh, well, why? I have, I have three kids. Uh, I know, but you, you have a, a friggin' day, daycare there. Where's the nanny? We know you have a full staff and a nanny. Oh, yeah. I ladies. wish I was Kylie Jenner, bitch. I know. Lorenzo, go in there, please. Yeah. Mommy has to finish her dirty work. <laughs> Wait, I, that's all the dirty stories I have. But I have my next story is 
Lauren's oh, close the not, door. No, it's not. It's not over. It's not over. This is gonna be fun. This is the meat of the podcast. Okay, he's gone. Just don't okay, scream. So I can hear you. Where are you in your room? I'm in my office where I do a lot of office things. Um, she keeps a big checkbook in there. It's the size of a bind, like a trapper keeper, and there's like hundred checks in there. Sometimes I'm gonna write myself a little, a little tip. Sometimes <laughs> annoying. So okay, so all the stories came out and about, and this is something that we're gonna do on our podcast. This is something fun that we'd like to do. We're gonna bring people on stage and have you tell stories about like you know crazy topics. So get ready yes. for this. This is something we'll do, but we're gonna have a little taste of it here on the podcast. This is stories. A, a, a article was posted. Um, this this week and it has about 21 stories i'm just going to go through a few of them about the worst date stories and they're pretty funny yes go wait is it okay. the poop one no well there's all different ones i'm just gonna read them from from one okay it's called the sh this shocking party treat quote i met up with this guy on tinder and he seemed we seemed to click fast forward to the date and he disappeared then he disappeared and then came back holding a sandwich sized bag full full of what it looked like broken glass and it was crack, crack. My Tinder date had crack. I politely declined his offer and then went and when I had the opportunity, I made an exit. That's something new. Okay. I was never, if I, I'd probably try a little crack to be polite. No, you probably would, you freak. The next one's called the Butter Knife Bandit. Things were pretty normal during the first half of the night. Then things got weird. He sat next to me in the restaurant booth and proceeded to slide a butter knife up and down my thigh. He then went to ask what my response would be if he told me he had five dicks. Gross. Okay, that was weird. The absolute awful first date. Instead of rescheduling, one guy took me to a funeral on his first date. Then afterwards, while eating dinner, the conversation was so awkward due to nothing in common, I couldn't even look at him in the eye. Gross. Awesome. I'm not. Pre I, I did. I did not um, pre-read these, so I don't know what I'm going to ask you. This one says kinky. I'll read this one. I agreed to meet up with a guy uh, through mutual friends. We decided to drive around for about an hour, just talking, getting to know one another. It was well. We started to make out. Oh, we started to make out. He then whispered to me, would you pee my mouth with a funnel? Set. Luckily, my cousin texted me and said, I have to leave. That was probably set up. Totally. As he got out of the car, he asked me how much I usually pee so he could go buy me a funnel at the store. I blocked him as soon as I got out of the car. Oh, my God. Do you have a, shitty, do you have a, a crazy date you want to talk about? Um, I mean, not crazy like that, no. I mean, like lame dates. But nothing crazy. I feel like you have crazy dates. All right. This is the, the last one I'll read. Because I think this is, I mean, there's a lot more. But this one is this guy and I met. This guy I met took me to a Chinese place for dinner. Sounds delicious. We went to order a bunch of different things and we shared it all. My face started getting really red and I broke out in hives. By the time we got to the car, I was struggling to breathe. And I asked him to take me home. Well, I went into a full-blown, I can't read that word, shock, and stopped breathing in the car. Apparently, I was allergic to almonds. Who knew? Oh my and I, God. I ordered almond chicken. And then he had sense to take me in the ER. I woke up a few hours later, sitting him in the corner of the room, looking horrified and apologizing profusely because all during the com the commotion, they ripped off my shirt and bra and he saw my boobs. Once my roommates got there, he bolted over the next um and never saw him again. Well, that was lovely. Yeah, next time pre read those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so fuck off! <laughs> So there's a lot of bad dates around there. Yeah. No, I no, I definitely love um I love the category and like us talking about that because I feel like we talk about it a lot. And for the um the live show, I think it's gonna be so funny. We'll be like, who's got a bad date? And then you guys come um on stage and talk about it and we'll give you some drinks. So if you guys are coming to the show, make sure you like prepare yourself for coming on stage and talking about your bad dates. Yeah, these are all I met a guy in Tinder and we went to his house for a barbecue. He proceeded to get high and then streak 
in his backyard. I went home and never spoke to him again. Well, he probably had a small dick. Um, okay, so oh that's my God, that Lorenzo, story. please. Come on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, now it's a gossip. Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin is in the news. She's getting sued. By you? is on the new show, Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, and apparently she spilled tea she was not supposed to sign. Before she signed into the show, Chris Jenner and the producers of Kurakumin made her sign, the Kurakumin Kardashians, they made her sign this, like, thing saying, non-disclosure, saying you won't say anything on the show regarding um, whatever. Oh, they are on top of it, honey. Oh, bitch, they don't fuck around. So, Caitlyn, of course, got there, started blabbing her mouth, talking all this shit, spilling all the glares and secrets But, like, what? Like, what do they have to hide that they're so, like... Well, everything's protected. Everything, everything is a, a, is a, a storyline. So they have everything's pre-done with them. Everything is everything's been month, mapped out for months, and it's a, a story. So she basically said that she um, that so not Sophia Coco Kardashian. What's her real name? Um, Chloe. Chloe. Chloe didn't show up to her seventieth birthday and said, I haven't talked to Chloe in years, five or six years, ever since I told her I was trans. I don't know what her problem is, but, you know, she acts like everything's fine, but it's not fine. We haven't spoken in seven years or five years since I transitioned. What but a Chloe on her on her end and on the show is saying that there's no problems. She's all, all fine. So that's one drama. Then she also talked about, about Kendall's boyfriends, about, like, I guess, like, someone that Kendall dated. She talked about that, and then she talked about um, the car, the security, how much you spend on security every month, and what where they stand, and show all the breaches of, of contracts, and where where the security is, how much people they have, what they do. The oh my god! Use. Like she like started blabbing her mouth because she's you know she's she's old. She's seventy years old. Caitlyn don't know where she yeah, is. She's senile. She was in the jungle. Wait, so how how much do now, they spend on security? Now Caitlyn's getting sued. How much do they spend on security? Oh, guess how much? Um, not, not anyone, just one of them, just just the, just the rich one. Um, Kylie. Kylie Kardashian spends three hundred thousand dollars a month on security. A month. A month. Oh my god! So that is thirty six. Wait, three hundred. What is it? Three hundred one two three times twelve. No. How much? There's gonna be lots of commas. There's gonna be lots of commas. We're not gonna bear. Wait, how much right is it? Three hundred thousand times twelve. Two three times twelve. Three hundred and sixty thousand? No, probably million. Three million, probably. No, no, it's three hundred and sixty thousand. It says. Wait, what do I put it in the calculator? What do I put in the calculator? Three hundred thousand. Three hundred. Three hundred comma zero zero zero. Yep. Times. Times twelve. Twelve. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's three hundred. Oh God, there's too many zeros. I know. Wait, we don't have that many. How do you read? It's three million dollars. No. How do you read this? Three, oh, three point six million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's what I wanted. What the heck? So, so yeah, Caitlyn spilled the goy is that just one daughter, and that, and she doesn't even have the biggest security. Kim has bigger security than her, and she and she spends more. Yeah, no, she's not even the one trying to get killed. The other one, the, the Parisians tried to rob her ring and kill her at gunpoint. Uh, Kylie, thank God, never had anything like that. It's happening. Okay, so another story. Your best friend and your mentor, not Oprah. Jessica Simpson. uh, Jessica Marie Simpson is launching her book February 4th. It's her memoir we talked about. And it's going to talk about everything from her marriage to Nick Lachey to her 
her religious father whiling out um, to her multi-billion dollars. She's richer than Kylie. She's a, a multi-billionaire. Wait, so she's launching a what? A book? Her book. We talked about this before. Her memoir is coming out. Oh, my God. So can we go to her book signing if she comes here? Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. So I remember I, ran, remember I was at the Bon Appetit party and I ran into her publicist. Okay, cool. I told you, bitch. Well, I love her, and um, I'm definitely going to every book signing that she goes to. Well, I commented on her picture saying, can you please um, have me come on our podcast? She's not going to come I on our podcast. She, she only has 5 million followers. I'm sure she will. No, she doesn't like me. She does. She thinks I'm and a, we're going to get on there. She thinks I'm a stalker. She likes you. So we're all going to get Jessica Simpson's book on February 4th, and we're going to have a, we're going to have a, um, we're starting our, our Kodakuman book club. And that's going to be the first entry to our book club. Yes, Queens. Cardi B, Marie. Kardashian and her boyfriend off off yet what's his name off 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 offset I have it here so apparently uh, this is going to get very confusing but I'll just, I'm going to tell you what I think oh god here we go I I don't have the fa- I have the facts but I don't feel like reading them I'm drunk and I'm smoking and Cardi B defends offset after his phone has hacked the flurry DMs are leaked so someone named Takashi six nine has an ex girlfriend. And apparently when there was cheating scandals with Offset, they were saying that they were hooking up. But so then they leaked, they cracked into his account. Oh, this was they fake. fake. They made it, yeah, they made these DMs. Someone cracked into his account, wrote DMs to this old lady, this this lady, not old lady, Tadashi's old girlfriend, saying, I miss you, babe. And then they leaked all the messages. So Cardi B went on, she went in like, on like mama bear mode and it's like got all the facts, all the receipts and like went online. It's like, bitch, no. This was hacked. He's not talking to this bitch. And yes. that's that. You get it, girl. And uh, to X6, Tagashi X96, um, and your girlfriend, go to bed. Is he still in jail? You know, I don't know. Okay. I think he got, I think, no, he ratted everyone out so he can get, he's still in jail, but he ratted everyone out so he can get off early. Gotcha. And he has rainbow hair. He has rainbow hair and face tattoos. So yes. just Google rainbow hair and face tattoo rapper, and you'll find all the stories. Same. Um, next one I have is Je- um, Justin Timberlake is in hot water. Oh, man. I don't know how I feel about this. So Jessica Biel, is, she's crazy like us, which I love. Yeah. So Jessica Biel demands Justin Timberlake take a lie detector test over a drunken night out with sexy co-star. So he's filming a new show, a new movie. Here, let me get things here. All right. Keep going because I have to yell at my kids. Be right back. Okay, so Justin Timberlake is already protesting his innocence after being. I want to hear what's going on. Yeah, shut your mouth and go upstairs. Now, go. This is juicier than Justin Timberlake. Okay, so. Oh, she's coming back. She's coming back. Guys, guys, she's coming. Wait, Um, co-star Alicia Wainwright. But um, Com has exclusively learned that long-suffering wife Jessica Biel has massively on the warpath. Basically, Jessica Biel found out there's pictures that went out. They were in New Orleans. Justin Timberlake and Alicia Handwright, Wainwright, were holding hands, canoodling, drinking up a storm, whiling out in New Orleans. And Jessica Biel caught wind of it. Now she's forcing, um, what's his face? Justin Timberlake to get a lie detector test. I would do the same thing. I would have one on hands at all times. There'd be a polygraph machine in my living room. You know what? I need another glass of wine because my kids are pissing me off. Do you hear my story about Alicia Wainwright? Who? Alicia Rainwhite, she's a co-star with Justin Timberlake, and they were oh, holding yeah, hands in yeah, I know this writing. Yeah, and kissing, and and now the woman, now Jessica Biel wants a lie detector test. 
You know what? It's just that's that's really unfortunate because I thought they were the good ones. You know, we'll see what happens. He's saying nothing happened. They were just hanging out. Um, but I don't know what kind of show they're in. I thought they were one of the good they're, ones. They're a spot of getting cozy. Now that we're big um, tour, uh, tour people, we're big um, stars and we're going on tour, mm-hmm. we have to think about like what our riders are going to be and uh, what our parties and things like that we're going to be doing on tour because... That's things I ask you when you go to our dressing room, like what what we want in our in our room. So I've been thinking of some things I want, and you can add them to the list um, that I already I've already drafted. All right, but don't don't like be like Mariah Carey about it. Yeah. I'm not. I want um I want chilled white wine and possibly cold Pinot Grigio. I want vodka, also chilled. I'd like fresh citrus, lemons, okay, to be exact, to be exact, mm-hmm. so we can squeeze them and ice. I want like tons and tons of ice. Okay, I love ice. So like, so we can make vodka sodas. I want sparkling water too. So I, I want like a vodka soda station. I want white wine and red wine for you. And then I want like a vegetable platter, maybe something healthy we can notch on, like vegetables and um, hummus. Yeah, vegetables, hummus, and maybe like ranch dressing on the side, just in case we want to get a little naughty. That yeah, or like maybe like a meat and cheese platter, like a little a charcuterie board. Yes. I think that's really it. I mean, and that's, and that's, I mean, maybe, um, wet wipes. Cause I don't like to shower wet wipes. Well, wet wipes. If we have to go poops. Um, yeah. and, and, um, and poopery. Yeah. And then tell them we want like a specific candle, um, burning so we can like get our oars and yeah. check and like be very excited. And plus we don't want the place to smog shit. But and also anyone coming to the show, we're also open to gifts and then we'll be doing parties because, AC, anyone who bought tickets to AC, there's a good chance that Snoopy and I will be hosting an after party at the Harris Pool after dark. Yes. So we're actually figuring figuring that out right now. Um, so I figured the show is going to get over late and then we just go over there. And we just have a great time, you guys. And then I drive home hungover and want to kill myself. You're not going to drive home. You're going to sleep over? It's going to be late. No, I mean the next day. The next day oh, I'm going right. to wake up and drive home like wanting to kill myself. Right. But Boston show, that's coming up first. I want to I want to call all the gays in Boston because I want to go have a kiki girls night out at a gay club with me and Snoopy somewhere after in Boston to go out to a kiki gay club. Because I'm trying to Boston men are hot. I love that accent. There's nothing hotter than a guy, the Boston accent or a Brooklyn accent. Either one I'll take. But in Boston, I want all the gays to come out because I'm going to do a dating show. And I want to find my cute boyfriend. I also want to go out after and find the kiki gays in Boston because they're all so cute over there. And there's a big accent. So all the gays come to Boston and Kiki with me and Snoopy. Yeah, I'll probably hit the sack. But I'll go out. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, come out. It'll be fun. Yeah. So everyone go to um, NicolePelosi.com slash tour right now and buy your tickets. They're on sale. They're selling like hotcakes. And don't worry about um, if you can't get a meet and greet. We're, we're going to make it special for everyone. And we're going to do our best to say hello to everyone. We meet of course. Have the best time. Yes. Um, so let's wrap things up. Um, and rebrief. Snoopy quit her job. I'm still fat and single. And um, oh my god! And that's it. Yeah, that's it. This this was lovely. Um, this is amazing. I really hope you guys enjoyed the show because we missed you last week. And I hope you enjoyed our breaking news, even though it's sad. I mean, there's things in the future. I'm not going anywhere. And I love you all. And thank you. And I appreciate you. And I love you. And kura so, got your tickets now, NicolePelosi.com slash tour. And thank you for all your support this holiday season. Yes, we love you and um, respect our privacy at this time. Cool. Thank you. Bye. It's happening. It's happening.